Okay, so this is Parsha, Parsha's Chukas Balak. The Pasuk, uh, the most of Parsha's Chukas deals with the laws of Paraduma. We know that Paraduma is used to purify a person who contaminated to the dead. And the truth is, while it's obvious, there is a Medrash. The Medrash writes, this is a Medrash Rabbah Yutes Dalit. The Medrash writes, I'll call Dover Udover, Shay Oimer Hakadishparuchulamoisha, Oimer Lo Tumosa Ibitarosa. Now, whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu described Tumen Tahara, he would always describe the cause of the Tumah and how to, how to rectify it, right? Let's say a, a woman who's Anida, he describes the Tumah, and then he tells Moshe how to rectify it, go to the mikvah, whatever, v'chulei. Kivan Shagil Parshas Emor, but says the Medrash, Moshe HaKadosh Baruch Hu got to Parshas Emor. Emor, in the beginning of Emor, is where Hashem tells the Kehanim to not contaminate to the dead. How the average person contaminates, we just become Tame. But for Kehanim, it's an Iser Doiraisa. So the Pasuk describes how HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Moshe of the Tumah of Tumas Meis for Kehanim and says the Medrash, Imnit Meis Point is, says the Medrash, Moshe Abinu asked, Hashem just said what the cause of Tumah is, but he never, he never told Moshe, how, how, what, what's the Tahara? So Hashem's describing in Parshas Emar the laws of Tumah, but He never describes how to get out of this Tumah. At that moment, Moshe Rabbeinu's face became darkened because he was worried that, you know, that he was told about the Tumah, but not how to get out of it. And in this week's parasha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally tells Moshe Rabbeinu, this is how you get out of it. See, Paraduma fixes Tumas Mace. Now, the question is, Obviously, paradum is a chayk, but just because it's a chayk doesn't mean that there aren't parts of it we could understand. The question is, what aspect of paraduma fixes Tumas Meis? Especially for the fact, especially with the fact that the question is, how is one able to fulfill the mitzvah of paraduma today? We know that everything in the Torah is everlasting, which means that it's not just bound to the times where you have a paraduma, times you have a base of English. There's some way where we're able to fulfill the mitzvah of paraduma hayoim. The question is, how do you do that? The Pasuk describes paraduma, that all of the Torah is related to paraduma. So how do we fulfill that nowadays? If we understand what Tumas Meis is nowadays, in addition to being the classical sense, then we could understand how paraduma fixes it. You know, there's a teaching this past week, was the yard setter of Gedal Yashor, the great Rosh Hashiva from Tarvadas, so he has the aside that uh, before one performs a mitzvah, many people say, L'shem yichud. It's a certain tefillah that you say in order to properly mechavin during the mitzvah. And in that L'shem yichud, you say, whatever mitzvah you're about to do, let's say mitzvah's lulav, mitzvah's matzah, shakol taryag mitzvah's tulis by, that you say each mitzvah, all the other 613 are intertwined by. So what does that mean? So G'day Yishor has the aside. He writes this a few times in his forum that every mitzvah has a certain major point, which is the underlying theme of that mitzvah, which has, that point is applicable to all other mitzvahs. And when you perform any other mitzvah with that point in mind, then it's fulfilling the original mitzvah. I'll give you an example to make it easy. The, the, the Iker Indian of matzah is Rizus, right? You have to eat, you have to eat it quickly, right? It has to be baked within 18 minutes. It's very, it's Rizus. Every mitzvah can be done with zrizus. And if you perform any other mitzvah with zrizus, with, you know, quickly and, and to do it the proper way out of excitement, then every mitzvah is being performed like a mitzvah matzah. 
So he says, so what's the, and every mitzvah you could analyze, what is the main point of that mitzvah, and how do you basically fulfill that mitzvah through the other 613? So he says, the Iker is doing it when it doesn't, when we don't understand it. So there are aspects of every mitzvah that does that. Even a mitzvah we understand, like Tvilin, there are aspects that we don't really properly understand. How if, you know, it has to be seven, and has to be the Dalit on the hand, and the Yud on the finger, all these things. Some of it we understand, some of it we don't. If you perform any mitzvah, the chukim of any other mitzvah, that's fulfilling para adumas. The question is, how do we fulfill para aduma hayyad? So to understand this, you have to figure out what is Tomas Meis. What does it mean, Bederach What is Tomas Meis? So it's the teaching of the Ijbutzer, the Parshish Amr. The Pesach begins, when it's describing Tomas Meis, we know that Tomas Meis contaminates any person that comes in contact, but Kaihanim specifically are forbidden to become Tomas Meis. The Pasuk says, That Moshe Rabbeinu tells Aaron and his children, You shall not become contaminated through the death. So the Ishbitzer writes the following, an amazing Yisrael. This is the first piece of the Me'ash Shuloyach in Parshish Emma. Koyin nikra ha'oivr Hashem. A Koyin describes someone who serves Hashem, a God-fearing Jew. And this is someone who believes in Hashem. And believes that everything that happens happens for a reason. He's someone who believes that everything that Hashem is running the world. And he knows deep down that Hashem is the ultimate good, and everything he does is good, and everything he wants to help people. So the pasuk says, such a person, a koyin, dafka, a person who believes in Hashem, lo he shall not become contaminated. What is Tumas Meis? Says the Ishbitzer, Tumas Meitz is complaining against Hashem. Such a person is vulnerable to have complaints. Tumas Meitz, says the Ishbitzer, is someone who complains against Hashem. Of why can't I have this? If you're so good, why don't I have this? If you're so good, why am I going through this difficulty? That complaint that a lot of people have, that's called a death. We'll describe later on why. It says the Ishbitzer an amazing thing. Everyone can become contaminated. But the Pasuk specifically singles out Kehanim because it's counter, I mean, before you analyze it, it seems counterintuitive, but it's Dafka, those Jews that believe the most in Hashem, that are the most vulnerable and susceptible to complaints. The Koyin Dafka. Why? Because it's Dafka, someone who believes in the greatness of Hashem and Hashem loves Klal Yisrael so much that he's the most susceptible to seeing what happens when the God that he believes in is not the God that he sees. You know, there's a famous Maisa from the Kotzker. The truth is, we're going to see the Kotzker. This is really the Torah of the Ishbitzer. The Kotzker said, there was someone who came to the Kotzker and he complained that he didn't believe in Hashem. He said, I don't believe in God anymore. And he's like, I can't sleep. And, I, you know, I just don't believe him anymore. So the Kotzker said, you do believe in him. He said, no, I'm telling you I don't. He said, of course you do. Because if Yitaka didn't believe in him, you'd sleep like a baby. The very fact that you can't sleep means you believe in him. But what's the problem? The problem is that the God that you believe in and the God that you see are not lining up. Meaning... You're someone who believes 
the more you believe in the greatness of Hashem, the more you believe that He's Kulei Toiv, that He wants to give, that's you're more susceptible because you're saying, I, I believe all this, and how come I'm seeing such negativity amongst, amongst good people? How come I'm seeing Rishoim doing well and Sadiqim going through difficulties? I, I believe in this. Says the Ishbitzer, because someone who already decided, someone who doesn't really believe in God, and he thinks it's all coincidence, how could he complain? If someone believes in chaos, then how could he complain when there's chaos? What are you complaining to? This is exactly, that's, that's just, it's exactly what you thought would happen. It's Dafka someone who believes in Hashem. It's Dafka someone who, who be'emes, be'emes, believes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Kulei Toiv. It's Dafka such a person that is more susceptible. And the Pasuk is specifically warning, don't become Tomei Mace. Now we have to describe why complaints of Thomas Mace, but that's what Thomas Mace is. Thomas Mace is bringing that vile impurity into your life of complaining against Hashem and questioning and saying, I don't understand if you love me so much, then how come, how come you've forgotten about me? How come you don't care about me? A person saying, Hashem doesn't care about me. That's Tomas Mace. And he says, But it's Dafka, someone who knows. Someone who deep down knows that everything is done by Hashem. Dafka, such a person, is the most vulnerable to complaints. And therefore the Pasuk specifically warns Kehanim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is warning the Kehanim. We said before, how do you have these mitzvahs nowadays. So I'm not a Kayan, so how do I avoid Tomas Meis? The answer is, stop complaining against Hashem. Stop questioning. It's Davka Kehanim Oivdi Hashem. Someone who fears God, do not bring this impurity into your life. Don't, you know, give Hashem the benefit of the doubt. So Ishbis is telling us something amazing. And that's Tumas Meis. The impurity of the dead is someone who questions HaKadosh Baruch Hu and says, I don't understand. If you, if you love me so much, then how come you're not giving me what, what, what I think is good? The truth is, to explain this a little deeper, why is that called a Tumas Meis? So there's a teaching of the Shem Yishmuel. We'll go through it together. This is the first piece in Emmer also. See, where does Tumas Meis come from? All death comes from the sin of the Eitz Hadas. So what was the sin of the Eitz Hadas really? So it says the Shem Yishmuel, to understand properly, to understand properly, that Tumas Meis, that the prohibition of contaminating to the dead is said specifically for Kehanim, similar to what the Ishbitzer says, but he explains a little bit further. Where does Tumas Meis come from? Where does impurity come from? Death was a punishment of the sin of Eitz Adas, which means the source of all death comes from that sin. What was that sin? The sin of Adam Rishim Eitz Adas. It's that he wasn't Tam. Tam means simply put, nullify yourself to one who knows more than you. You see, the sin of the Eitz Hadas was that the Nachash convinced Adam and Chava that if you eat from this fruit, it will be so good for you. And if Hashem loves you so much, and He's, he's such an ultimate good, and He wants to good for you, then why is this forbidden? 
it must be that either he doesn't care about you, God forbid, or do it and you'll be fine. But what should they have done? I understand, it's a good time. It's a good time, it's a good cheshman. That if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate good, and everything he does is for the good, then how come I don't see good? It's a good time. So what's the answer? The answer is, just because you think it's good, is not necessarily good for you. Or HaKadosh Baruch Hu is working on bigger things, he's worrying about the whole world, he's worrying about your gugum. It's bigger pictures. The sin of the Eitz was a lack of bitl takadish baruch It was a complaint. It was that if Hashem is so good, then how come He's restricting to, for me something that I think is good? And what's the remedy for that? Tamimus. Which is say, I don't understand. But I, I don't have to understand. If I believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu cares about me, then I believe that listening to Him is good for me. Tamimus. And I'm going to nullify my concerns and my cheshbonus and my thought process for HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows more Tamimus what is Tamimus? don't try to outsmart HaKadosh Baruch Hu to try to figure out what's going to be and try to figure out oh that if this is good for me then I should do this nullify yourself and say you know I'm not going to complain against Hashem I'm not going to complain why is he doing this why is he doing that I have no idea but I, I believe that whatever Hashem is doing is good for me that's it stop being so smart. To me, it's simple. Believe that it's all for the good. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't say, okay. I'm not the smartest person in the world. It's not the first time I'm not going to understand something. It's not going to be the last. You see, the Tumas Maze comes from a sense of ego, from convincing yourself that what you know is best. And I know what's good for me, and I know what's good for the world. So how come Hakadosh Baruch Hu's kulei tov? How come I don't see it? But the more someone is tam and says, "You know what? Okay, so I don't understand. Okay, but I, but I believe that Hakadosh Baruch Hu's good, so I'm going to listen to him. And I believe that if he's ultimately good, that everything is for the good. I don't see it. Okay, so I don't have to see it. Take the eye out of it. That's tamimus. You see, when the snake told them. He didn't just say, it wasn't like the Christians thought I was just like a, a very, very delicious looking apple. No. The Nachash was convincing them that all the toiv, all the potential toiv in the world is found in this fruit. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is toiv. So it makes sense that you should eat this. Vayisim kelekim and you'll be like a god. Which is the ultimate, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is the mative. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, right? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to be to be like an Elikim. That's the purpose of this whole world. See, when he says this, says the Shemishmul, they should have thought, that you know what? You're wrong. Why? I, what you're seeing, seems to make sense. But Akadish Baruch is good. And if he's saying that this is, I can't do this, then that's not too good for me. And I should nullify myself and say, I'm going to listen to the Ratzon Hashem. I'm not going to question him. I'm not going to complain against him. And if Hashem did not permit this fruit, even though, yes, it seems to me that this is Taif, then Hashem doesn't want us to be like God. Not that what you're saying is incorrect, but that's not the Ratzon Hashem. No complaint. So someone's going to complain. I don't understand. I'm a good person. So how come I don't have... A, B, and C. The answer is, well, obviously, A, B, and C is not good for you right now. What, what other choice is there? 
So you're going to bring Tumas Mace into your body. You're going to start complaining. You're going to bring ego into this. Tumimus. They saw the, oh, the, the fruit looked good. They should have said, who cares? What does it matter that it looks good to you? It's not the Ras and Hashem. Why are you complaining? Why are you questioning him? So therefore the whole sin of the Eitz which is the source of death, was a taina against Hashem. I was trying to outsmart the Shabbat, was a taina. That I don't understand, if I'm cool, if you're cool, and you're lamative, and you want to give good, and this to me is good, so how come I can't do it? It's a taina. That's tarumais. And it's dafka someone who believes in kulay taiv. The more you believe in Hashem, the more you're susceptible to that taina. And it's dafka, his other Mauritian was a big tzaddik, that he was more susceptible to this mistake. But because Adam and Chava were lacking in their midas atimimis, to tomim ene mahar, ene choiker, someone whose tam does not complain and he doesn't question. You see, complaints causes separation between you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the only thing that's forever is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The more you dovik by Hashem, the more you're going to chayla oilam. Death means a separation from Hashem. And separating from His Ratzin, complaining about Him, causing a distance. Right? Complaints cause distance between people and so too it is with Hashem the more you complain the more it causes distance between you and Baruch Hu. distance equals Misa so he says Misa what is Misa? it means impurity in, in, in penetrating the body the way the body you see Tumma according to that result it's not that the dead body ha- has Tumma it's how do, how did they have the how did they have how does the Malachamavis get the Neshama to leave? The Neshama is pure. He drops Tuma into the body and the Malachamavis and the Neshama doesn't want to be in their impurity and it naturally leaves. Which means cause of death is impurity. What is impurity? It's a separation between Akadishbar, who is Kulay type. It's Sitra Achar, it's the other side. And therefore the more a Jew complains, the more a Jew has ego to separate between him and Baruch Hu, that's death. And the more you're with Hashem, right? That's why they have the they have the the tradition. They have a tradition from Rav Chaim Velozhner. The Rav Chaim Velozhner used to say that if someone contemplates with all their kaiches on the concept of Ein Oid Milvadoi, that there's nothing about Hashem, he'll be safe. And there were tzaddikim, the briskarov had stories where he used this method, the Belzer Rebbe, to get out of the Holocaust. Because the more a person connects to Eino in Milvadoi, that there's nothing but Hashem, and the more you distance yourself from complaints and tainas, and the more you distance yourself from from separating yourself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more you're connected with Hashem, the more you'll have life. Tamimus which is nullifying yourself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and saying, you know what, I don't understand this, but if this is the Ratzon Hashem, the Vaisa Chais, that's good for me. That equals life. Who is, who is the, the person that personifies Tamimus? Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Ishtam. What does it also say about Yaakov Avinu Loi Meis? Yaakov Avinu never dies. He says this, Yaakov Avinu Shaya Ishtam Loi Meis. Because Tam is the opposite of Misa. 
The letters are literally backwards. Yaakovinu says, he, he says, Anoichi Yishtam. Yaakovinu says, listen, whatever it is, that's the Ratzon Hashem. I'm going to be with it. Whatever the Ratzon Hashem is. And it's Dafka Yaakovinu, who tastes everlasting life. So you understand the cause of, you see, death, which is, which was brought to the world by other Mauritian through outthinking, through having tainas on Hashem, through thinking, oh, if Hashem's so good, then obviously, then why is He withholding that from me? And there's a lack of tamimus. So tamimus brings life into the world. So when was the time where that sin of the Eitz Hadas was rectified? By Kabbalah Satayr. Why? Because Klai said Nasev Nasev was the greatest sign of a people a publicly saying, whatever you say, I, I'm in. No, no questions, no complaints. Nasev He says, That's why it's Davka at that time where there was no more Misa. Shari Omru Nasev Because he said Nasev which is the greatest way of rejecting death, rejecting complaints. It was an act of Tamimis. What brought death back to the world? It was the ego. What was the ego? It wasn't just Avodah Zara. It was they made a cheshbon. They made they they they, they had a whole cheshbon. Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants an intermediary because he gave us Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu seems to be gone. So we're gonna appoint this ego. I Hashem said not to. Yeah, but 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 Hakadosh Baruch Hu, he's the ultimate good. He wants us to have an intermediary. So this is it's fine. Outsmarting Hakadosh Baruch Hu, a lack of tamimus that brought death back to the world. So he says in the last paragraph, This is the foundation of all Judaism. To be simple. To be accepting. Like sheep. To accept the Ratzon Hashem. To believe that Kaddish Baruch is Kulei Taiv. And therefore what he does is Kulei Taiv. I, I don't see it. I don't have to see it. Tamimis. Shalei Lachkar. Not to complain, not to outthink, not to have tightness on Hashem. Then you'll be connected to Hashem, it'll bring more good into your life. If a Jew goes in this way, the Kabbalah of Ba'ava, and he accepts with love, whatever Hashem does to him, no complaints, whatever it does with love, that actually removes the difficulties. That actually saves you. That's how Paraduma fixes Malachamovas. See, Misa came to the world as the Ishmael says, it comes from complaints. Why? Because the old the beginning of Misa came from Admiration. Admiration from outsmarting, from outthinking. From instead of being vatal yourself to Hashem, make Khajbainas. Ah. Oh, He's Kulitayv, he wants me to have this. If I don't have this, what's the problem? Why am I not having this? The fix of all this is Nasav and Ishma. It's a chayk. I'm going to bring a paraduma. It doesn't make sense to me. Exactly. I don't have to understand things. It makes sense to Hashem. That's all I need. That's how you perform the mitzvah of paraduma hayoyim. The way a Jew performs the mitzvah of paraduma hayoyim is by not having complaints against Hashem and saying, you know what? I'm going to do what HaKadosh Baruch wants of me. Does it make sense? Does that, it doesn't matter. I believe HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Kulei Taiv, which means whatever he's telling me is for my ultimate good. Whether my ultimate good or the good that I believe in coincide, that would just be a cherry on top. But that's not why I'm doing it. Bittal HaKadosh Baruch Hu.
Whether we understand it or not. And the more we don't understand, but we say, you know what, Nasa Vinishma, we're still in, that brings more taiv into our lives, that brings more more tahara, that removes more misa, which is to remove more all misa legamri, and that should happen, but poil mamish in a revealed way with Mashiach's kind of heavy minimum.